Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayWay.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. And today we're asking some of the questions that we just get flooded in over, and, over and over and over. We get these same questions. So Allie, tell us the first question. All right, we're going to get back to the basics. This person says, on your podcast, you always talk about healing your body through fasting. I just don't get how all this works. It sounds really vague. Can you please explain? So my answer to this is that fasting is is so healing for your body and if you think about it it's a chance for you to give your body a rest like everyone needs a vacation right i know i do yes you need a vacation (laughs) you need weekends off from work you need time and unfortunately people are sleeping less and less and so they're you know only sleeping five six hours and then getting up and eating again you know because everyone's been told to eat you know every two hours and all these crazy shenanigans. So you always talk about how it helped heal your thyroid and and your autoimmune diseases. What are some other things that people get healed from with fasting? Well, the thing is, everyone's different. So everyone is kind of going through different things. So whatever you need to be healed from, the more I fast, the healthier I am. Um, And so one of the things that's really big that people are getting healed from is diabetes. Hmm. Because the crazy thing about fasting is, is that it allows you to reverse type to diabetes and there's hundreds of people who've been taken off of diabetes medications insulin high blood pressure medications and because if you're eating every time you eat you're increasing your insulin and so that's when people have all of these diabetic issues and so forth so this really goes against what everyone says about diabetes because i've heard so many diabetics say i can't fast because if i don't eat my sugar drops what do you say to those people Yeah. So what I say is that for me personally, and again, I'm not a doctor, but for me, I was pre-diabetic. Meaning if I took my blood sugar in the morning, when you take your, your fasting blood sugar, like as soon as you wake up, they say that your fasting blood sugar should be somewhere between 70 and 90. Um, There's different studies that say you can go all the way up to 100. But mine, when I was waking up in the morning, was close to like 98, 99 in the morning. That's terrible. That means that I'm pre-diabetic at that stage. If you're over 100, that means that you are now in that diabetic stage. And so, my my blood sugar has never been more 
has never been better than it has through intermittent fasting. So the best thing for these people to do would be what you did. Test your own blood sugar to get a really cheap monitor at the drugstore and just keep an eye on it. Yeah, because here's the thing. When your insulin stays elevated, it's basically called insulin resistance. And so if you have high levels of insulin, that causes insulin resistance. And that in turn gives you higher insulin levels, which goes into that's what makes you so obese and fat. And so that's what we're trying to get rid of. So when you have periods of very low insulin, and how do you get low insulin? By fasting then that's going to prevent insulin resistance and that helps with weight loss. So that's the effect of, of what it is. But, but in simple, if you think about it, what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it where your body is, the people don't realize digesting your food takes so much energy. So mm-hmm. all your cells are going to digesting your food instead of going to heal the other parts of your body. So that's another big piece of it is your body is getting that rest it needs and it's turning over the, the cells so that it can heal other parts of its body. That's so true. I think about how tired I feel after I eat a big meal. Yeah. All right, popular question number two. The other day, my friend told me that I shouldn't be drinking water with my meals. I thought this was crazy. I've always heard I should drink water with every meal. Have you heard of this? And is it true? I can't imagine eating without drinking water at the same time. Worried they might choke. (laughs) (laughs) So the first problem with drinking water when you are eating is that it washes away enzymes in your mouth. And people don't realize that the enzymes that are released through your saliva help break down whatever's being eaten. So one of my things as I've interviewed all these thin women, I've realized how slow they eat and how much they chew their food. One of my biggest problems, hands down, that I still am not good at is slowing down and chewing my food. I love the saying that your 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 stomach doesn't have teeth, so your stomach can't chew the food, <laughs> right? So when you're constantly drinking water, the beneficial enzymes that are just in your mouth, there's all kinds of enzymes in your mouth, they're getting diluted and that's interfering with your digestion process right from the start. So that's number one. Number two is that when you drink too much water, it absolutely dilutes the stomach acid that you have. And so what's happening is the digestive enzymes and juices are absolutely crucial to properly break down your food. And everyone I know that has leaky gut, thyroid issues, everyone, they have low stomach acid. And so I hate these, you know, these alkaline water machines, how they're all the rage. You're not getting me to, I'm not having alkaline water. I'm not trying to dilute that the acidity in my stomach because I need it to digest my food. And when we're constantly drinking water, I am, I have really worked. I'm not great at it yet, but when we're, but I'm a lot better. So I try to say, okay, I'm going to drink about four ounces of water. So if you think about like an eight ounce glass, a half a glass is like the absolute max, but I don't even want to drink that. I have to really be careful. So I have to constantly say to myself, 
you know, no, we'll take the unsweet and iced tea to go or whatever. So what about drinking wine? Because that's what I like to do with my meals. <laughs> so dr- drink it 20 minutes after you finish eating. Let your body digest your food and then start drinking the wine. Don't drink it. And if you're going to drink it with, with your meal, sip on it. Take a couple little tiny sips, but you don't want it to mess with your um digestion. So I think a lot of people, they use water when they're eating because it helps them to slow down. They try to take sips of water between their bites. So what are some other tips people can use to slow down when they're eating besides chugging the water? You really just need to put down your fork and enjoy the company that you're with. I mean, you've if, you, if you're with nobody, <laughs> then pick up the phone and call somebody. Because <laughs> when you're Why'd talking... Why you look at me when you said that? <laughs> yeah, when, when you're talking, when you're talking... You're, you shouldn't be chewing with your mouth full anyway. So it that itself slows you down. Get up and go to the bathroom. Go wash your hands. You know, go do Facebook. something. Yeah, do <laughs> something uh, to kind of distract yourself so that you're... The, this, my skinniest friends are the ones that eat the slowest. And I, I'm like watching them. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is painful to watch you eat this. And I'm usually the first one to finish, but I have to literally make it like a contest. Like, I'm going to be the last one to finish. I'm going to be the last one. The last shall be first. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the Bible says. Yes. <laughs> so we have to make it where we're slowing down, chewing. We want to chew like 25 chews in your mouth. And if you start counting. Most people call them bites. Yeah, yeah, my bites. Thank you. Twenty-five, uh, you know, chews with that with each bite that you do uh, is the better. And when your digestion is good, you're going to feel so much better. So the next popular question is: In your book, you talk about the eighty-twenty principle a lot, but you've mentioned on the podcast that you try to eat cleaner than that because you have thyroid issues. Where do you come up with these numbers? <laughs> if I don't have health issues or need to lose a ton of weight, could I do more of a seventy-thirty? Where do you come up with these numbers? (laughs) So all these numbers is really coming up for when I interviewed over a thousand women and I kind of said, what do you eat? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I kind of watched and did my own analysis, right, of how much. And I even asked them, like, in your mind, how often do you eat clean? How often do you eat kind of junky? And over and over, they're like, I don't know, I guess I would say 80% clean, 20% not. And then, of course, I'd video them, and I took pictures of what they ate, and I had them take pictures, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, whatever they ate. And with my own analysis, I noticed that they were eating tons of veggies, tons tons of lean meats and proteins, and then, you know, 20% was kind of the more junkier foods. So So what would you say falls in like the junky food category? I would say junky foods for me are really anything processed, anything with sugar. So even like an organic cookie that's made with like peanut butter and really great ingredients, that's still going to be because of the sugar and then the carbs and all of that in that 20% category. So for me, I would say if you're having thyroid issues, if you have autoimmune, if you have some of these others, you are going to have to clean it up. And so when I'm my health isn't doing good and I'm not feeling as good, I might have to go more to 90-10 rule. 90% of what I'm eating is lean meats, lean proteins and veggies, and then 10% is kind of whatever I'm craving at the time. But then 
if I'm, you know, I just, it just kind of you move the scale around depending on how you're feeling. But the big thing for me is, is that if you are having thyroid issues, what moves your thyroid the fastest, it literally catapults your, your, uh, how your thyroid functions is the thyroid, is the paleo diet, period, at the end. So like, if I want to eat the paleo diet 100% of the time, I literally, my thyroid is on overdrive. But this girl here, she it. sounds like she's, I'm assuming it's a girl. She says she's healthy as a horse and she doesn't yeah. have weight to lose. So would you ever go below the 80 20 and do a yeah, 70 Yeah, I mean, I have friends case? who, I have friends who are skinny as a rail. I have one girl I'm thinking about, I mean, just as thin as thin can be. And she's more like 50 50 or 60 40, mm. but her portions are so small. So when you're eating junkier, your, your portions have to start getting smaller and smaller. She eats really, really small portions, but she eats as junky as can be. So you really got to know your body and find what works for you. And know how your portion size. Some people just like to have bigger portions. So if your portions, you want to have bigger portions, you're going to kind of make that, maybe you're going to be 85-15 on the clean scale. Awesome. The next one we're going to tackle is... I am so excited for my summer vacation next week. This will be my first time going out of town since I started intermittent fasting. I currently stick to a six-hour eating window every day and do one 24-hour fast per week. I don't want to completely go off the rails while I'm on vacation. What do you do when you travel and what do you recommend I do? So for me, one of the things people always do is they kind of give this mental attitude like, oh, I'm on vacation. I get to just eat whatever I want. I'm going off IF. And that's the beauty of intermittent fasting is that it's so easy and it's so easy to do on vacation because basically you could skip breakfast, right, which is not a huge deal, and then go have lunch, start eating lunch at like one o'clock or two o'clock and then end dinner at you know 7 30 at night so it's really really i think it's more convenient and when i do if i love that i go i'm not going to be eating during this time because the food at like the airports and the plane and all the things they give you are so disgusting and so nutritionally lacking that's like just save it for something that's good. Yeah, that kind of goes back to the enjoyment scale. Like, don't waste time on vacation eating something that's not really good. And another big thing for vacation, and my sister's a big intermittent faster, and she was just here for a week on vacation, and she went to one meal a day while she was here because she likes sweets. And I think uh, every night while she was here, she probably had a piece of cake or a cookie or something. But what she did is she limited her food all day and just did that one meal a day and a small dessert, and that was the way that she chose to... Um, and it saves money if you think about how much money like go go get a really amazing meal and think about oh i'm gonna have an amazing meal because it can be expensive on vacation depending on where you you lose pounds and save money exactly oh and i want to say one more thing about vacation i do think that one of the things that i do do is i put I delay my window a little bit. So like, let's say here, I might eat from one to six or, you know, something like that. On vacation, I try to extend it because I end up sleeping a little bit later. So maybe I'll do like two to eight or something like that. Hey guys, I'm so excited that my new book, Waste Away, The Chantel Rayway, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and pretty much anywhere you can find books. But we also have the audiobook, the ebook, and my new recipe book, 
that you can download all the recipes that I love that I make, and it's super cheap. It's all my favorites. Anyway, if you have a minute to write a review on Amazon, I would be ever grateful. 